0: Listening to Looking for Love and More, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and I am joined today by my co-host, Mark Phelan.
1: The mystery man, the man that no one knows. Nobody but you can knows. go to our
0: website, and there is a picture there of Mark if you are curious. Uh, you can see a picture of him and of I, and I really uh, you can exist. subscribe to the email list, find out what our happenings are. We've got lots of new things Tons going on. Stuff. As a matter of fact, uh, next week or our next show is going to be our last one before we take a little hiatus, <laughs> and we have been promising video. But our next season, next year, we are going to have videos. So we'll still be doing the, the the audio, but we will have videos as well. So we've got lots of really great things coming up, retreats, workshops, wonderful things. So if you want to find out what they are or you have suggestions or ideas for the show, Please go to the website lookingforlovepodcast.com and connect with us. We would appreciate it. And a review on iTunes would also be very much appreciated. It really does help us continue to do the show. Because
1: right now we're looking for love.
0: (laughs) We are always looking for love. And who isn't, right?
1: Ain't that the truth?
0: Speaking of love, today's topic we're going to be talking about rituals to improve your sex life.
1: Is this like pygmies and you have a fire and you got to put people's, you know, kind of worship into? some kind of ancient demon
0: Well, actually, it's interesting that you mentioned that, because I think when a lot of people think of rituals, they do think of some religious ceremony, which rituals are oftentimes. But I think of rituals as something that it's basically a behavior or an action that we can count on. It happens consistently over time. And in relationships, we need that. Yes, we need excitement, and we need variety, and we need those kinds of things, novelty, newness. But how do we make that happen? And it's really a difficult thing. And so oftentimes we get stuck stuck in routines. And routines are by themselves aren't bad. Uh, we can call it routines or we can call it rituals. The difference, that I, the way I think of it anyway, is the difference between a ritual and a routine is a routine can feel or get stuck sometimes. And a ritual is something to help you get unstuck. It's something that can actually add to your relationship and to your sex life.
1: Routine is the, the classic flatline kind of word. How's everything? Routine,
0: boring,
1: flat. That's it.
0: That's how it feels. Although I actually do think that, in in my opinion, routine can be a wonderful thing. We like routines. We like knowing what we're going to be doing every Sunday morning, that we're going to be having pancakes with our family. Uh, There's something really nice and comforting about it. Comforting is good to a point. If you are just living in comfort and routine, then it becomes all of those things that you mentioned. So ritual gives you Somewhat of a routine, but it is something that is created. It's special. It's special, yes, to enhance your relationship, to make it fun, to make it exciting. And I have a few ideas. I actually uh, wrote an article about this, which will be on the website. And this is what we're talking about, because I, I think it's such a great thing, and I talk about it so frequently with my clients. And when they incorporate these rituals, and I hear all different kinds of ideas that my couples come up with that work so well, they actually love it and really look forward to these things happening. So have you ever had in a relationship a ritual that you really enjoyed that you can count on?
1: Yes, it was had to do with slaughtering goats.
0: Just <laughs> Stop. <laughs>
1: Hardest part was finding the goats in Santa <laughs> Monica. Yes. No, the I uh, w- I was going to ask you in the course of if your practice, someone comes in and first initial assessment. So, how's your sex life? It's routine. Boom. Kind of a flag goes up, right? If they're saying the word routine, that means. Not exciting. Okay, yeah, we're going by the numbers. It's okay, but...
0: Yeah, they don't usually use the word routine. They'll either say nothing. I think there's silence, and I know, mm-hmm. okay, there's silence. So there's right. something going on there, or uh, they kind of look at each other and they smile, or they say, "You what sex life? Or they go, eh, it's, it's okay, yeah, or, or it's wor- fine, yeah. yeah.
1: And that's where the routine would fit right in there, but okay the, and fine. Yeah, you
0: the know. thing that's interesting is I will say to them, how often do you have sex? I'll ask them, and I'll ask them to describe to me a typical sexual experience. And most of the time, one person will start, and they'll say, okay, well, this is what happens, and this is what happens, and then this happens, and then this happens. It's like a recipe, you yeah. know? <laughs> step one, step right. two. Yeah, so we go to the bedroom. Uh, I say, do you want to have sex? She says yes or no. Most of the time, no, but sometimes she'll say yes, and when she says yes, then we kiss for five minutes and then there's, you know, a few minutes of oral sex and then and then we have intercourse and then I come or she comes and I come and then we're done. And so and the other person goes, Yes, that's exactly right. <laughs> I'll say, was there anything that you want to add or, or change? You have a different experience? No, no, that, that's pretty much it. So that's basically telling me here's a routine, mm-hmm. here's a routine, and it doesn't always happen all that frequently. Right. And I'll usually ask them, you know, how they feel about their sex life. And again, I get. But when you
1: think of you, you mentioned the the connotation like religious significance and cultural significance, ritual is special. It's like special occasions. Mm -hmm. Okay. Christmas Eve, what's your ritual? Oh, we gather and then we do this and we have a a present. So we wait till the morning. The ritual makes it special. And that's the reason I love your list of stuff to make it from routine or ordinary or just habits turn them into ritual.
0: Exactly. And you know, it could be a ritual like on Sunday morning you bake scones and have coffee in bed and watch CBS Sunday morning and then you make love. Obviously, this would be for a couple that doesn't have kids. But there, you know, there are those kinds of things. Like you, That's just what you do. You just have these things that you can look forward to. And that's what it's about. We were just talking about this before we started recording, but this idea of always having a vacation or a trip on the calendar, like knowing that whether it's a month away or a year away, you have something on the calendar that you can look forward to, that you can anticipate and count on. That's important in relationships. We need to have things that we can count on. But we do want it to be new and exciting, and the ritual can make it that way. For example, I'd like to talk about sex dates, which is a little different than date night. Right, So date night usually ends up being we go out to dinner, and maybe we'll see a movie, and usually we're too tired or full right. when
1: oh, yeah. we get home to have sex. It's crazy. The people do it on Fridays or nuts. It's the end of the week. You're exhausted.
0: Right. Have a big, great meal. I mean, the last thing you feel like doing is having sex exactly. when you get home. So a sex date is really kind of fun because it is really focused on sex, but you know when it's going to be. So maybe it's every Sunday morning or maybe it's every Saturday night. That's your sex date, but it could also be during the day. It doesn't have to be at night and it could be something different every time. And you could even incorporate that into the ritual. So every Saturday night, what we're going to do before we go to dinner is we're going to devote an hour into being together and focusing on having fun with each other's bodies or using a new sex toy or trying a new position or going to a different place so you can incorporate something new and exciting into the ritual and there's all kinds of ideas and things that people can come up with can you come up with one that would be fun
1: anything that's that's not out of the ordinary or that is out of the ordinary that's right. something that's not the usual if Saturday afternoon you unwind you go to the gym together then you take a nice shower, work out, relax, get the stress out because you've slept in then you can look forward to the evening and randomly say movie walk on the beach all those kind of things that you don't usually do take advantage of especially this time of year spectacular
0: or you begin to do it but again if you work out together but or go on a hike together it could be somewhere new every single time
1: exactly there's no matter where you live even a small town there's different places to go
0: oh always and even
1: if you're going to just have a drink budget's tight you don't want to spend money in a big nice restaurant saturdays are booked up you go going around 6, 6.30. Go to happy hour. Sit at the bar. Right. Even if they don't have a happy hour on a Saturday. Well,
0: don't go on a Saturday.
1: But no, even if you do, just go there for a drink. <laughs> right. Maybe split one appetizer, but you spend a couple hours in an environment like that. Hotel restaurants are awesome for that because they're not usually jam-packed. You can walk the grounds. You get that
0: sense of, ooh. And if you do decide to... A Get a room. You ka-ching. can do it. And most hotels, I know it could be a little embarrassing to ask, but you oftentimes can reserve, even a nice hotel, a room for a few hours if you ask. Couldn't hurt.
1: Really? Yeah. I'm unaware of this policy.
0: People do it. That's pretty amazing.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, the um, the motel sticks out on the freeway. I go in there and need, how about 20 minutes?
0: <laughs> Some people may only need 10 But, you know, there's also your car. I mean, there's all kinds of fun, exciting things that you can do. That's what we're talking about. So sex dates are one ritual that you can incorporate. And it doesn't have to be every week. It can be once a month. Mm -hmm. So it's just something that you can count on. I would suggest, though, if you do it once a month, have it be the first Sunday of every month. In other words, have it be consistent, something that you know you can right. count on and you have it on your calendar. And I do think it's a good idea to put it on your calendar. What's so great about most of our phones, if we have a smartphone, is you can have it repeat and you could have it give you an alert so there's no forgetting. And once you do it enough, it will become not a routine, but we'll say a habit.
1: Absolutely. And I think anybody who lives, it's actually anywhere, 15 bucks, there's your budget to start the evening. That is a bottle of wine and a sunset. Boom. If you can't sit there and relax and have a bottle of wine and watch the sunset, it's 45 minutes to an hour from the beginning till it actually starts getting dark. Just chill, relax. Now you've got a little buzz going. If you want to have a little nosh, something, eat with it, great. Or you pick up something on the way home. But you've already, first of all, shared a great moment. Sunsets are always spectacular. I don't care if there's not a cloud in the sky. It's a moment you've shared. And then you got a little buzz from the vino. And now you're home and you're relaxed and let your fingers do the talking.
0: Yeah, That's and you starts. know what? I think a lot of people do have rituals, but they never thought of it that way. For example, there are people who have certain TV shows that they like to watch together. Mm-hmm. That can be a ritual. I mean, if you're watching TV hours of it every night, now mm-hmm. we're talking about something else. Like yours
1: with Mr. Red? <laughs> She loves that talking horse.
0: I love Mr. Ed. And if you don't love Mr. Ed, I don't know. I just got to say, you got to give it a try. And I
1: get a chuckle because it reminds me of Big Ed. Oh, <laughs> ho, 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 ho. Well, we have a lot in common. The big Ed, Mr. Ed. <laughs> horse, you know.
0: Sagittarius. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mr. I mean seriously, Mr. Ed, or lots of other shows. Like if you want a good laugh, there is something therapeutic, mm-hmm. and maybe even erotic. why not erotic. Yes, yes, that's where I was going. About having a really good belly laugh together. Belly
1: laughter is not only is it you feel the endorphins coming through. It's it's almost like doing a, a shot of any kind of an alcohol. It makes you relax. It gives that nice. It takes the cortisol right out of your brain and pushes it away of the stress. It's the best. And then if you've instigated it, that's one of the great aphrodisiacs for me. If ever I can make someone laugh, I mean to the point they're laughing hard, it is always that connection. I know I've said something now. The connection's been made. It starts to start the lovemaking in a different way.
0: Well, it's certainly a great way when you are creating the humor. But even if you don't, even if it's, well, we went to a comedy club a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. We saw the Rod man. Oh my God. Was he funny? I mean, I was crying. I very, I, very good guy. I, I'm the type of person that when I start to laugh, well, you probably notice those of you who listen to the show, I'm a laugher. I'll be laughing so hard and then the joke will be over and everybody's done laughing and I cannot stop mm-hmm. laughing. It's embarrassing. But that was so much fun. So to go to a comedy club together and laugh is a beautiful thing. Or like we said, to watch something, a TV show or something that makes you Mm -hmm. laugh. But also when you've been together with somebody for a while, you have that history, you know, those little jokes, those things that make you laugh. No one knows what the heck you're laughing about. No one else would laugh about it, but it's something that you two share. It could be a word. It could be Anything, but you look at each other and you both start laughing because it reminds you of something that you shared together, a moment.
1: Exactly, the events that may not have been funny at the time, but now you reflect on them, you realize that was hysterical. But it's that you bring it back. Yes. It's almost like I've done that where you're kind of reaching, things are starting to plateau relationship-wise. Hey, you remember that time when we were down there in San Diego? And It's good for a little laugh. Yeah. And then you feel like, shh, the air is out of the balloon. It's not going to resuscitate.
0: But if it does, I mean, if it's something, if you can start talking about old memories and and times that you laughed together and you had such a great time, which I think most couples, that's what's going to happen. You start bringing those things up, they're going to go, oh yeah, oh my god, that was so much fun, that was hilarious, and that's also what rituals can do is to create more memories that you have together. And isn't that what it's all about? It's all about our memories. And I know I have you know memories in my relationship with Alan that I. Would will treasure forever. And even now I think about them and I just am able to smile and feel so happy just mm-hmm. with those memories uh, that are in my heart forever.
1: You never, ever want to forget those things. You and never most want of them involve them- laughing. Sure. Oh yeah. You want to always remember the funny stuff. Yes. The funny stuff, not only you can go, you can tap into that little part of your data bank and realize stressed out. Oh, I remember that time. Oh yeah. And just for three seconds that you think of that moment, You're relaxed, and now maybe the stress is reduced a little.
0: Oh, and we know for a fact there are healing properties to laughter. There is science to back that up. So speaking of funny, fun is another ritual, to have fun. So something I always ask couples and something that I think is such an important part of a relationship, maybe as important as sex, or maybe they're combined, but having fun. If you're not having fun, in life in your relationship, I mean, what's the point? you got to have fun. Fun exactly. is important. We have to it, enjoy Life is ourselves. too
1: short. Times are going way too fast, and the world is such a cauldron, a bubbling, boiling cauldron of stress stew right exactly. now. Exactly. Chill out, relax, and got to think of the positive or the negative. Just will eat you alive.
0: And it's so easy to get caught up in our responsibilities and the stressors of life and our work and our bills and our kids and, you know, fill in the blank. There's a lot of things for us to worry and stress about. And having fun is something that can give us some balance. So if you're not having fun, and that is something I find really common, to be fair, the couples that I'm seeing, they're not entirely happy. I mean, they're coming to see me because there's problems. But when I ask them about fun, it's very common for them not to remember when they last had fun or it being a really long time ago. So creating those rituals mm-hmm. that are fun. And it could be something as simple as playing Scrabble together, having a, a game night. It could be, you know, anything that you remember that you used to enjoy doing together.
1: Do you th- do that in sessions do you say, oh, yeah. What was the last time you had a really good time or shared? I, I actually say, time?
0: when's the last time you had fun? Mm-hmm. I ask that pretty okay. much to every every couple I see. I, it gives me a lot of good information. Because right. sometimes they'll be like, oh, yeah, last weekend we did this and we did that. And, you know, the, we, yeah, it was about, uh, I'm thinking that when we went to Hawaii, that was fun. And I'll say, well, how long ago was that? Oh, that was our honeymoon 10 years ago.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's... If, 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 voluminous amounts of information just in one statement.
0: Yes, yes. And it is important. And I'm thinking it's important not just in our relationship and in our life. I'm thinking even in our work, it should be enjoyable. But also in bed. When we're having Mm -hmm. sex, we want it to be fun, too. That's right. Yeah, it's it's. It doesn't always have to be so serious. And having those, we talked about sex dates before, but then there's another thing that I like to call play dates, and it is also creating adventures and doing things together, creating those memories. And it could be, oh my God, you can go on to Groupon and get ideas. Something that you might never do, maybe it's going to an escape room or going to some kind of a That's little usually- theater. The-
1: what women think when I take them back to my house? This <laughs> is like well, an escape
0: room. How do I get out of here? I know I can imagine. Uh, but those are really fun things. So things that you might not ever do. Uh, it could even be going on a tour, like if you were a tourist in your hometown. Which yep. is, yeah, really? it' Which is something that's really fun. There's all kinds of really cool if things If you live to in do. a really
1: small town, you're probably within 20, 30 miles of another small town. When was the last time you visited it? Right. You go hang on and just pretend you're rolling in for the first time and just take a look. Explore, right. experience different things.
0: I mean, it could even be trying a new restaurant, a new food that you've never done before.
1: I'll tell you what's pathetic. There's a little town on the way to Las Vegas. It's named Phelan. That's my last name. Yeah. You you can't help but drive right through it. I thought one time I was with a girl. I was We were going to go to Las Vegas and let's pull over, see what I can wield with my name. We Pulled in some little coffee shop, pulled out my idea. So, yeah, that's my name. Woman looked, barely looked up and said, So, (laughs) can I get a free
0: cookie? No, get out of here. So much for her sense of humor,
1: exactly. But it was kind of a bust. I I made good on it, it was uh, a lame attempt.
0: Well, and I think, but at least I made the attempt. But I think the message there is sometimes your attempts at having fun could fail,
1: (laughs) exactly. Be aware, take note, (laughs) be aware. It's like gambling. You put down a buck, you can win, and you can lose, but be aware
0: look at you just all you can do is do your best. It's mm-hmm. not not every single attempt is going to be a success, but you know what? sometimes the I don't know what I call them failures, we'll say the things that don't turn out the way you planned them to be mm-hmm. sometimes are the funniest
1: it, well you know it's like uh, when I've had the pleasure of someone making me dinner, even if it's horrendous, and i've you know I still appreciate the effort. I will never say anything negative. I'll eat what's put in front of me, I'll clean up afterwards. I will never take it for granted because someone put forth the effort and I appreciate it. It, it, where is it upon my uh, being that I can deign so all that effort it goes to waste by saying, "This isn't very good." So normally. what
0: you're saying is, if somebody makes an effort to create a fun a fun experience, you're going to be go appreciative. With it. Yeah. Exactly,
1: you go and with that's it. it.
0: We do want to be appreciative. We want to go. Oh my God, I can't believe that you chose this place, or you right. know, well, you yeah. thought about yeah. Yeah. doing Let's this. Let's not be
1: critical. Let's just go with it because you may find yeah. out. I know people that go into places kind of funky little restaurants and say it's one of the best meals I ever had. And it wasn't as much the food. It was the ambiance. Right, And it could be the, the, the worst, but something.
0: you can have a good laugh about that too. The
1: only thing I would draw the line on is like six flags. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was, no, there's no way. I'm getting on a roller coaster.
0: <laughs> you went on one with me, but I love roller coasters and roller coasters. That is by the probably way-
1: the only legit roller coaster I've ever been <laughs> His face on. face was white. And my daughter has taken pictures Twice that one time I was on, and my head is bent down. I was on that log flume at Universal where they take the pictures as you're coming out. Yeah, everybody's (laughs) arms are up and everybody's smiling. My head is bent down as I'm.
0: That's what you were doing when we went on the. And this was we're talking like 30 years ago. You're talking
1: about a grip like a.
0: Mark went on the roller because I love roller coasters. Mark went on the roller coaster. We were dating at the time. And yeah, and I, I sort of pressured him, you know, yes, shamed, him. I shamed him into going on I this was roller coaster. Petrified. And that's what you were doing. You were like,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> it was like he was giving birth.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just distracting me. And I thought, it's got to be over. It's got to be over. It's got to be over. But at least there again, I bring it back, and it's just a good example. At least I made the effort. And I told you, I hate roller coasters. I despise them, but I still tried and went on. You did. You did not, not you do got, it.
0: You definitely got some credit for that. Bravery is a beautiful thing. So, yeah, having fun, you know, and then when we think about having fun when it comes to sex, and what we've been talking about is really not about sex. It's having fun in the relationship. Right. And when you're having fun in the relationship and in your life,
1: sex will you, come and you, so will you.
0: It will, yes, it will improve your sex life. Oh, yeah. But then you can also bring the fun into. The bedroom. That's right. That's what toys are for, right? They're fun. Toys, games, those kinds of things. They and can as be I
1: was telling Doctor Lori earlier, I said, and she'll bring this up, if you pull out the yoni, she'll pull out the bony. <laughs> she will now describe what that is. Meant. Yeah,
0: yeah. Don't even listen to him. I don't know. <laughs> We we were getting a little silly. Well, this is legit though. It's you legit. Was, no, but this I'm is just a, saying. No, I'm, I'm talking about an
1: apparatus I've never seen or heard of.
0: Well, a yoni is is a is a vulva.
1: This is what I'm talking about.
0: So a vulva is is a woman's lady parts. So a vagina is the entrance. It's the inside. A vulva is is everything. It's a it's, car
1: from Sweden. It's- <laughs>
0: it's the clitoris it's the labia so vagina is really just the entrance it's not really the proper term so yoni and vulva both mean the same thing and uh, that's what so
1: what is a yoni egg
0: so a yoni egg, which is something that Melanie Hudson and I are going to be talking about, because she does yoni egg classes and yoni yoga classes, and we're going to be talking about this soon, such interesting stuff. It is, it's an egg made out of a stone, jade, something like that, that you insert into your vagina, and it is meant to help you get stronger muscles, PC muscles. What happens if it gets it doesn't get stuck. It has a string on it. So, and no even if it did, attached. even if it didn't, you, your vagina is okay. Nothing's going to get sucked up. As opposed <laughs> to your anus, you can't stick things in your anus because it will get sucked up into your body. And I've pa- heard about that. Apparently, there's some a lot of uh, emergency room business.
1: I've uh, heard those stories too because yeah. my, my, my sister was an ER nurse.
0: So, if you are engaging in any kind of, I don't know how we got off on this t- topic. Well, we're, but talking fun. Oh, we're talking about toys. We're talking about toys. So, if you're going to use something like if you want to insert anything into your anus, like an anal plug or something like that, it does have like a flange at the, a flange. It has a flange at the end of it. it so keep
1: it from going any further.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But you don't have to worry about that. As far as I know, I, I haven't heard of any stories. I don't think you have to worry about that in your vagina. Although things do get stuck. I mean, I think there's also visits to the emergency room about TAMPEX that can't come and,
1: out and, uh, diaphragms. It
0: little, could have, it could happen.
1: That little vacuum action. <laughs>
0: Anything could happen. But toys are really an important thing to to have. And again, not, it's not everybody's cup of tea. But if it's something that you've thought about, we have such an amazing resource now called the Internet that has online shopping for you to be able to buy sex toys without embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And you can read reviews and you can compare prices and you can do all kinds of great research all in the privacy of your home and you can do it with your partner and it can be really a fun thing to do
1: again as long as the two folks are consenting adults fun why not
0: give it a go yeah. and i'm telling you they're made really well i mean they have all kinds of great options for you vibrators dildos all kinds of they're fun
1: bulletproof things. made out of kelvilar
0: so I mean practically they're they are. They're made out of really good different materials now. There's not like I don't know it's dating myself, but in the back in the old days <laughs> they had these horrible plastic things that were supposed to be looking a little bit like a penis. I don't know, they were just what was those uh, we're
1: called, a the, rooster or something. With the
0: no, you're thinking You're thinking of the rabbit?
1: Rabbit, yeah. Well,
0: the rabbit is not that old. I'm talking about before the rabbit. I'm talking about the thing like my mom used to have <laughs> that, you know, I found. Um, I don't think I'm the only person who found their mother's vibrator. But yeah, it was just this big plastic thing. It had some, some batteries in mm-hmm. it. And nowadays, I, most things are chargeable. Now they got
1: one that's diesel. You charge, them, you
0: charge them on your computer, sort of like a USB plug. And they're amazing. They have all different kinds of speeds and all kinds of really cool little gadgets. As a matter of fact, if you go onto my website now, drlorybuckley.com, or looking for lovepodcast.com, there is a link there now, sex ed store, that there are some toys that I recommend. And there's one called the Satisfier pretty cool toy. That's my nickname. It's really different. It's a it's a vibrator that it actually goes on your clitoris and it almost has like a sucking action, which is very different than a traditional vibrator. And a lot of my they're clients are all being love designed
1: it. to eliminate men.
0: No, they can never eliminate a man. I think some men really are afraid of that that it's oh. going to eliminate them or
1: <laughs> Well, I mean, especially if a guy's kind of a nerd, he can say here, go ahead, use it. I'll be in the other room. <laughs>
0: Well, it can help get things going along and I think mm-hmm. there there might be some men like, Yeah, you can get started and then you can just let me know later. But it these are all good things to be talking about with your partner and exploring. And again, it's all about creating things that you can count on that are fun, that you look forward to, that are exciting and are really creating connection. I mean, that's what we're talking about. And it's so easy when you've been in a relationship for a while to get caught up in responsibilities and work and phones and computers and all of those things that distract us where we put our relationship On the back burner, and we stop doing things that we used to do when we first started dating. So rituals are a good thing for people who've been together for a while to bring back some of Mm -hmm. those behaviors. But it's also really good in a new relationship. Start these things right away, and these are these again things that you that you have that you create together, and those are always going to help a relationship stay more exciting, more passionate, be sustainable, and it's definitely what I recommend. Give it a try. My action step for the listeners is to create some kind of a ritual that you can incorporate right now. And again, I'm going to be putting the new article that I wrote, um, mentioning some of these things and some more on the website that you can read if you want to get some more ideas. Okay, everyone. So start your rituals create something in your relationship would love to hear about it that would be great yes please let us know and we always appreciate you listening and we will be talking to you soon bye everyone goodbye